Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Lucky Par Podcast with your hosts, Jason and Josh Schlau. This week we're going to discuss the results of the Zozo Championship, and we are going to Point Royal Golf Course in Southampton, Bermuda for the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. another week of the lucky par podcast thank you for tuning in as always if you like what you hear tonight please uh, take a moment to go to itunes and rate us i would greatly appreciate it uh, this week well let's get let's first talk about last week uh, the zozo champion hideki matsuyama finished 15 under brandon Steele and cameron tringali at t10 josh did you place on any of those yeah, I had a couple lineups I placed. My best finish was Hideki Matsuyama, uh, Keegan Bradley, he five under. Matt Wallace shot six under. I had Luke List. Um, what hurt me was Pat Perez. He finished at three over for the tournament. He shot even the first day, one under the second day, and then three over uh, the third day, and one over the final day. And then I had... Hogue as well, and he finished at minus three, and he finished 17th place. Wasn't the best of finishes. I think I was 49th with that lineup, but uh, last week was a very difficult week, and it was it was frustrating, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, frustrating for me as well. <laughs> um, it was it was very disappointing. I mean, it was quite a purse too. What 9.9. Yeah, it was up there. It was up there. But, I mean, all in all, with my lineups that I had in, I uh, ended up doubling my money, so I can't complain about that. But uh, I was hoping for a little higher of a finish, which I did not get. So well, That happens. Um, all you can do is give out stats, go buy our stats, and, hey, I mean, it's the best you can do, and uh, hope for the best. But uh, this week we are going to the Butterfield Bermuda Championship Point Royale Golf Course in Southampton, Bermuda. So let's talk about this golf course a little little bit. Um, it's a small island of Bermuda and played at the longest course on the island, but of course the shortest course on tour, one of the shortest courses anyway. It's going to be playing at 68.25. It's a par 71. It is a, a Tiff Eagle Bermuda grass on the greens, and it has water playing on six of the holes. Six of the par fours of the course measure under 400 yards in length, but smaller greens and winds have kept these greens in regulation under tour average through two years. The biggest trend in, uh, in winners have been have their ability both to avoid three-putting and hitting fairways, uh, the first two winners both ranked in top eight in driving accuracy for the week. Uh, so the biggest thing we're going to look here is going to be off the tee and uh, putting. Uh, if you can avoid three putts here, uh, according to uh, the, 
the previous tournaments, uh, those were the top 10 finishes here. Uh, this week, uh, weather-wise, we are, it looks like, what, clear on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think. Um, it's going to be quite a, a shit show. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, so I think Thursday they're expecting rain. Uh, Friday is supposed to be the least amount. I think it was 10%. But, yeah, they're, they're expecting thunderstorms all weekend long. I would I would say they're going to get rain. They're going to get rain the whole tournament. Um, it's just going to be interesting whether they delay the tournament or how this plays out. So as far as my picks, I don't know if that's going to change much of – how I approach this, it's just going to suck because it's going to be uh, it, it's going to be wet, and we don't know if they're going to finish the tournament on Sunday or if we're going to have to wait and they're going to have to finish it on Monday. So let's just hope for the best. But the weather is not supposed to be good as at least for right now. That's what they're showing. So uh, let's jump right in, um, Josh. I guess you went first last week. I'll go ahead and go. Uh, with the 10 plus picks here, uh, I'm going to lead it off at 10200 with Seamus Power. Uh, last 36 rounds, 27th off the tee, 6th in approach, 9th around the green, and 9th in putting. If we narrow that down a little bit uh, to the last 24 rounds, he's 18th off the tee, 17th in approach, 12th in putting. Last 10 rounds, he's averaged 5.7. In total shots gained, we're talking average strokes in total shots gained, four average strokes in tee to green, uh, half a stroke off the tee, two strokes in approach, and one, a little over one and a half in putting he's averaged uh, in the last ten rounds stroke-wise. He's finished eighth in the Rocket Mortgage, eighth in the John Deere, and he uh, placed at the uh, first place in the Bar... bar Bissell. Uh, so, Josh, what do you got here uh, in the 10 plus? So, the 10 plus, I'm actually going to say this in the beginning of the podcast. My AK range, I didn't like. Um, so, I didn't pick anybody, but to help you guys out, I threw two in the 10 plus and then two in the 7K range. So, I made up for it with that. Um, in the 10K and above, I like Mito. He's at 10-5. Um, he only missed two cuts out of his last eight tournaments uh, since he's been on the PGA Tour. And he's had three top ten finishes. If you know, I've, I've been high on this guy since the Fortinet Championship when he finished third. Um, he was also finished 31st at the Sanderson's Farm and 40th at the Shriners. But his stats, he ranks out well over the last 24 rounds. He's second off the tee, first in approach. And he's 49th around the greens, which I'm not too concerned when you're hitting every green when you're first in approach. So um, in his last 36 rounds, he is third off the tee and third in approach. And Jay, my second pick was the same exact that you had, Seamus Power, at 10-2. Um, he only missed one cut in his last 12 outings with four top 10 finishes and that victory at the Barbasol. So, Jay gave you his stats over 24 and 36 rounds, so there's no need for me to do that. But those are my two picks in that 10K range, and that pushes us right to the 9K, Jay. Uh, 9K, I'm going right at 9,000. I'm going to go with Patrick Rogers uh, this week. Last 36 rounds, he's been third off the tee. 
uh, 43rd in approach, 25th around the green, and 33rd in putting. Narrow it down to the last 24 rounds, 4th off the tee, 12th in putting. Last 5 rounds, he's averaged an uh, average of 4.4 strokes in total strokes gained, 1.8 strokes average tee to green, 1.2 strokes average off the tee, and 2.6 strokes gained average in putting. So he's been pretty solid there. Uh, recent, ten to uh, recent top 10 finish at the Fortnite Championship, uh, which he's placed 6th. Uh, so Josh, what do you got here? Okay, so my 9K range, I'm right in at 9,500. Chad Ramey, I'm taking him. Um, he doesn't have a lot of PGA Tour experience, only playing in three events and missing the cut in one of them. But the guy has... he. He tore it up on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. So, um, some of his. He did play in the Shriners. He finished 14th. Um, Sanderson Farms in early October wasn't so good. And then he missed a Fortnite Championship cut. That was his first PGA Tour appearance. But this guy is unbelievable when, when you look at his Corn Ferry stats. I mean, he's. His last five tournaments, he's had. Four top 20 finishes with a fourth place at the Pinnacle Bank and seventh at the Boise Open. Um, in his last 24 rounds, I can't really give you too much past that just because he's only played three rounds on tour or three uh, tournaments on tour. So he is 30th off the tee and 20th in approach. Um, I do like him. I think he just had some of the jitters in the Fortnite Championship that first go. Uh, on the PGA Tour, but I think his last tournament at the Shriners, finishing 14th, was pretty impressive to me. So, again, this field's not that strong. I do like him. Um, and that puts us in the 8K range. And, Jay, I do not have any 8Kers. So, I'll let you lead out with that, and then um, I'll jump into the 7K, and I'll let you finish up the 7K. Perfect. Uh, I did have a pick in the 8K range, right at 8,700. Guido... Mikelosi, I think. Mikelosi? Yeah. Maybe. Sorry if I butchered the name, but uh, last 36 rounds, 22nd off the tee, 7th in approach, 20th in putting. Narrow it down last 24 rounds, 23rd off the tee, 7th in approach, 16th in putting. Last 10 rounds, he's averaged a total of 5.8. Total uh, it strokes gained... A 7 T to green, 1.3 average strokes gained off the tee, 4.1 average total strokes in approach, and 2 strokes gained average in putting. So he looked pretty solid here in the 8K range for me. Uh, so Guido here is who I'm going to pick. Josh, you don't have any 8K, uh, so I'll let you start with the 7K. Okay, so the 7K, I'm taking another Corn Ferry Tour player. Uh, not a lot of PGA Tour experience, but he's made every single cut on the PGA Tour. I actually like him better than my 9K range, Chad. So if you're looking for value, I would definitely take Nick Hardy. Um, he's another Corn Ferry Tour, like I said. Um, he's played in four events, making, in the, making the cut in all of them. And he, his last event was the Sanderson's Farm earlier in the month where he finished 26th. For that championship, he finished 36th. 
the WMPO, he was 42nd, and then the Sony, which was early on in the year, he uh, finished 14th. So some of his stats in the last 24 rounds, he ranks 15th off the tee, 21st in approach, 52nd in around the greens, and in his last 36, he's 21st off the tee and 28th in approach. My second pick here is a name that we haven't heard much of. We haven't heard of him much recently, and that's Jason Duffner. That's a big name to be at 7,600 bucks. Um, he's a well-known guy, but he's been a streaky golfer, so that's why they put him right in the 7K range. His last tournament was mid-September at the Fortnite Championship. He finished 42nd. Uh, August, he played at the Wyndham, finished 24th. The 3M Open finished 28th. The Barbasol, 26th. And the John Deere, he finished 18th. And then he had three missed cuts before that. So he's made his last five cuts in a row. So that looks promising, especially at this value of 7,600. Um, in his last 24 rounds, he's 10th off the tee, 15th in approach, and 10th around the greens. In his last 36, He's 8th off the tee, 14th in approach, and 29th around the green. So, I mean, his stats, he stats out really well, especially in recent form. So, he'll definitely be in one of my lineups. All right. Well, I have to admit the uh, 7K range I wasn't quite a fan of, but I do have a pick here at 7,200. Uh, not well, well, not really discussed. Harry Hall. At 7,200, last 36 rounds, 24th off the tee. 75th in approach, which is a little high, but 27th in putting. Uh, remember, we're biggest off the tee and in putting this week. Uh, narrow it down to the last 24 rounds, 28th off the tee. Uh, high 76 in approach, but then 13th around the green and 22nd in putting. Last 10 rounds, he's average strokes gained 2 Total, uh, total strokes gained, average 2, 1.1 tee to green, just right under 1 off the tee, 1.4 around the green, and 1.2 average strokes in putting. So, Josh, you got anything in the 10, uh, 6K range? or? I do. I have one in the 6K range. Um, it was tough, but I took Cameron Piercy. He's at 6,800. He's... His putting can be iffy, um, but he did make his last seven cuts in a row, and um, his last tournament was at the Fortnite Championship, finished 64th, but he's had some good places prior to that. The John Deere, he finished 11th, and again, like I said, he made his last seven cuts in a row. Um, in the last 24 rounds, he ranks 42nd off the tee, so that's not the best, but he's third in approach, so that's pretty impressive. And this guy, he does uh, take advantage of his approach, approach shot, so I'm not too worried about off the tee because he still seems to get it done. And in his last 36 rounds, he was 66 off the tee, but he was first in approach. So I do like him. He's made seven cuts in a row. I like going on recent form. And shit, if this guy makes it at 60, if he makes me a cut at 6,800, I'm looking pretty good. Well, and I've got one here uh, at 6,800. Uh, Paul Bjorn, last 36 round, 26th off the tee, 59th in approach and 40th in putting. 
Last 24 rounds, 28th off the tee, 62nd in approach, but 30th in putting. Last 10 rounds, he's averaged just under half a stroke, tee to green, 0.7 strokes off the tee, and uh, half a stroke in putting. So not too bad for the 6K range here. You're just kind of <laughs> picking the best guys you think that you can make here in that price range. So what else you got, Josh? I'm actually looking up um, some other picks that I can probably give to you guys because we made it a really quick night tonight. Uh, so another pick that you guys can look at is Patrick Rogers. He's at 9,000. He ranks out pretty good for me here. Um, off the tee, he's fourth in his last 24 rounds. He's 46th in approach, 31st around the greens, and he's 12th in putting in the field. He has – the only thing with him is he's hit or miss, but it's been, like, hit good, miss bad, meaning yeah, he missed cut. So gosh, Sanderson was... Farms, he missed the cut. Fortinet Championship back in September, he finished sixth. The Wyndham, he missed the cut. 3M Open finished 39th. And the Barbasol, he finished fifth. So he's a risky play. Um, his stats actually look pretty good for this was, tournament. He so he's favorites. another guy you can consider at that 9K range if you're willing to. Um, Josh, yeah, I had him in my lineup. Did you? Yeah. Okay, I'm just I'm just going through the list here to see who else really stands out. Um, obviously... Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, his last tournament was August at the Northern Trust, missed a cut. Uh, St. Jude's finished 57th in the Open, he finished 26th. Not too big on him this week. I mean, he ranks out good, but I don't know why I don't like him that much. His approach has been awful. He ranks 83rd in approach. So... Yeah. Anybody else stand out to you? Uh, well, I was kind of liking, well, Libiota, I mean, he's been struggling off the tee, but when it came to approach and putting, it's it's been pretty solid um, last 36 rounds. You drop it down to 24 rounds, he's a little bit higher. But um, if he can gain confidence off the tee, uh, he, I don't think he would be a bad pick either. Yeah, that's where he lost. Every, I mean, that's where he loses all his strokes. Is off the tee. Um, yeah. He did miss four cuts in a row, but to be fair, I mean, before that he looked phenomenal, finishing eighth at the John Deere, fourth at the Rocket Mortgage, and fifth at the Travelers. So these are all back-to-back -back weeks too, and then he missed three in a row. But um, hopefully, yeah, he can step up his game and and turn it around. Um, I doubt he'll be highly owned this week. Yeah, uh, Christian B. I'm not going to butcher the last name. He's right at, let me see where he's at. He's at 10-7, though. Can you pronounce uh, the last name? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't pronounce it. His off-the-tee struggles a little bit. Yeah, he's solid. His, his off-the-tee is, is struggling quite a bit. Um Putting approach around the green is pretty pretty solid, um, I think. Um, it's kind of all I can see for now. The only thing that concerns me with him is the last time he picked up sticks in competitive around was in July at the Open. Yeah. So that's kind of concerning. 
And then anything else in this world, it's kind of tough. A lot of these 6K guys, they'd make you some money if you put the right ones in, for sure. Yeah. I don't see uh, much. Yeah, it's, a, it's another one of those tournaments where it's, uh, it's just weeding out the guy. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of these type of tournaments, just because you don't have depth. Um, Eric Barnes is another guy. He is at 6,300. He's pretty cheap. Um, he, why do you, oh, he's only played one event on tour, the Houston Open in 2020, finished 38. Uh, he's played a lot of Corn Ferry last year. Um, he finished second in one event in July. He's got some notable finishes on Corn Ferry. I mean, we're just throwing guys out there for you at this yeah. point, but um, our main picks is who we like. And we kept it short, sweet, to the point. Yeah. Josh, when are you going to put more uh, golf videos up? I, uh, I like that. I like getting straight to the point, and that's it. So, but, yeah, we had the member guests this weekend, Jay. That was fun. How'd they go? Oh, my God. I mean, when you give freaking a million shots it kind of sucks so it was all nine hole matches it was best ball nine hole matches me and my partner um the first day and it, i mean there's a lot of stuff i mean they have a huge gross skins game net skins game they have all these different bets you're betting on your team you're betting in your flight so if you don't win your flight you're hoping that the person that won your flight wins the whole tournament because they have a shootout at the end with all the other flights and so the first first round, I make uh, two gross eagles, and both of them get cut. One of them got cut from somebody putting it from, like, four, 50 feet out of the rough. Like, how does that happen? That's pretty, so, pretty brutal. Yeah, and then the other one got cut as well. And then the second day was frustrating. The second, the second day, I had six birdies on the day. And they're nine whole matches. I had six birdies on the day, and we didn't even win a match. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty rough. I mean, I, yeah. the only thing I did much of is I played in a, a little scramble at a Dillard's tournament, and it kind of really pissed me off because, you know, you got three closest to the pin, you know, and then long one long drive. So, of course, I win, I win long drive. I'm the only one that went, you know, I win long drive. You got three guys that won closest to the pin. Well, one of the closest to the pin, I get for the long drive, I get a north face duffel bag. One of the damn players, the closest to the pin, got a freaking Yeti cooler. Oh, my word. <laughs> and, and I'm the only oh, one with the long drive fucking... Uh, I, you know, you got three guys closest to the pin, I'm the only one with the long drive, and I don't get the Yeti cooler, I get the north face bag. I don't but, know how that... Yeah, happens. but what were the other closest to the pins? What did they get? Uh... A couple of Visa cards, hundred dollar Visa cards, but like I was, uh, I was like, man, this dude must know the guy giving away these prizes because that's pretty brutal. I mean, oh my god, you would yeah. think you would think the Yeti, you would, the Yeti cooler should go to the you know the one oddball out there, which would be the longest drive. Yeah, I agree with that. So but yeah, it was pretty brutal, but um, I did kind of like the uh, the little TikTok videos with your your little app you you've got with the. Uh, the ball, tracer, the tracer, the ball flight tracer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it, cool. I haven't even hopped on TikTok lately. It's just we're focused on the member guests. I couldn't do much. I mean, I'm just focusing on the member guests. So, um, 
Yeah. We'll no, that's some more videos out, cool. yeah. But, uh, yeah, we kept it short, sweet, to the point. Uh, you can find us uh, support at luckypar.com. Is that our email address? Yeah, support uh, at luckypar.com. Josh will have all his stats on luckypar.com, the website. You can find us on uh, all the uh, podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. But anyway, short, sweet, to the point. And I uh, hope you guys have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. See ya.